Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. Greetings, podcasters. This is Nat Pearson today, looking at 1 Corinthians chapters 10 through 13. The podcast is titled, Spelling Out God's Design. We are going to look at what Paul is saying in these chapters and why does God lead Paul to spell things out that should be obvious. I grew up in Portland, Oregon, and one time I visited the Copper Building downtown. I went to the 40th floor to enjoy the view of the city and Mount Hood. None of the windows I saw had words written on them which said, Quote, do not jump out of the window because of gravity, end quote. Why would the buildings of such a tall building not warn people? The answer is that we already know not to do that. Chapters 10 through 12 in Corinthians go over multiple topics which the people of Corinth should already know. Paul refers to Israel's history and how they lived out evil in their behavior. He also tells the Corinthians that these things were written for us as examples of what not to follow. Yet Paul is having to review these things because the Corinthians are headed down the same path. Paul then summarizes the direction they should be going in chapter 13. If the Corinthians followed what he talks about in chapter 13, then there would be no chapters 10, 11, and 12. Chapters 10 through 12 review principles that should be obvious, but are not. The Corinthians followed the evil in their heart and had become weak. Paul spells this out, idolatry, acting immorally, testing God, and grumbling. Shouldn't this be obvious? If someone said to you, come on, let's go jump off the 40th floor of the Copper Building in Portland, It'll be fun as we fly in the air, free from gravity. Gravity will no longer uh, hold us down. We can do as we wish. This is nothing short of insanity. And that is what Paul is trying to get people, all of us, to see in our relationship to God and to the church. Paul does not stop there, but goes on to chapter 13. Chapters 10 through 12 would be obvious if we had what is in 13, and that's love. So what is love? From chapter 13, Paul gives a number of descriptors. First, love is patient. But towards whom? Others. Love is kind. Towards who? Others. Love is not jealous. Towards who? Others. Love does not brag about what? It doesn't brag about itself over others. Love is not arrogant. In what way? Itself over others. Love does not act unbecomingly. Well, how does it act? Looking to what will benefit others. Love does not seek its own. So what does it seek? It seeks the benefit of others. Love is not provoked. 
Other people's sin does not alter who you are in Christ. Love does not take into account a wrong suffered. Or what about sex trafficking? Love helps both men and women. Love does not rejoice in unrighteousness, but rejoices with the truth. Strength comes from righteousness. This overcomes the lie that a person believes in their heart. Love bears all things. Bearing what? Bearing the consequences of others' sin. Remember the cross? He bore our sin. This was not weakness, but this was strength. Love believes, hopes, and endures all things. Why does love do this? Because these qualities align a person with reality, namely God who gives the strength needed to face the tough things in life. Love never fails. How can this be said? I've seen plenty of people fail. Marriages fail, immorality on and on. We fail due to weakness. God never fails because God is love. Love, then, is other-centered. How about you? Do you want to be strong so that the tough things in life are no longer tough? Then we need to become strong. Love is strong. You and I have the option as Christians of becoming strong, shall we? Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.